This episode of the Ottawa Entrepreneurs Podcast is brought to you by Extension Marketing. They act as your virtual marketing department, designing and implementing cost-effective marketing strategies that grow your business. For a free workshop, email them at workshop at extensionmarketing.com. On this episode of the podcast, Pat Whalen, founder of Extension Marketing, sits down with Laura Keller of the Laura Keller Real Estate Team. Laura goes into detail about the lessons she's learned through entrepreneurship, how she made the most of her resources, and shares the most useful books she's read to improve her business. I hope you enjoy the show. I'm Laura Keller with the Laura Keller Real Estate Team and Remax Affiliates, and I'm really excited to be here on the Ottawa Entrepreneur Podcast today. Thanks for coming on the show, Laura. Appreciate you taking the time to visit with us today. Thanks for having me. So why don't you tell our listeners a bit about uh, what it is that you do in your company? Um, so the Laura Keller real estate team was born a couple of years ago. I've been in the business. It'll be 10 years in March. Okay. And, um, I've had the fortune to grow over the years and, um, the team was the latest thing that we've done and, nice. um, just the opportunity to help more people, which is great. Yeah. How did you get into real estate in the first place? Uh, it was sort of organic, actually. My mom is has been self-employed since the 70s, wow. which um, was an interesting role model I for, bet. for me growing up. Um, and she was doing work for real estate lawyers. And when my husband and I were looking at houses in Newfoundland, <laughs> um, I kind of liked the process. And then we, we started looking into that opportunity for a career for me instead of um, yeah. a regular J-O-B. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how many years total then? Like not just your own business, but in terms of being in real estate, 10 plus? It's t- it'll be 10 years this March. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Wow. And, uh, the move from Newfoundland. So how long have you been selling real estate in Ottawa for? Or in the Ottawa, uh, in so manner? I started my business in Barrie in 2010 okay. and, um, moved to Carlton Place, yeah. which is where I'm from in 2012. When we were pregnant with our first child. Oh, wow. Yeah, so moved back home. Yeah, yeah, nice. Now, uh, uh, for our listeners that don't know, your specialty mm-hmm. is the Lanark County, correct? Is right. That my... Yeah. Okay. So I'm born and raised in Carleton Place yeah. and, and the rural areas just outside. I grew up in the country. Um, so I kind of had that small town iconic yeah. um, way of growing up and was in the same school with people from kindergarten right through to... OAC when they had that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, honestly, I thought I'd never, <laughs> I'd never be back. I kind of <laughs> left and said, "See you never." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> across yeah, the place. Yeah. Um, but it's grown a lot over time as well. So it, it's when we, so much. When we were starting our family, it was a, uh, it made perfect, perfect sense to yeah. move back. And my yeah. parents still live there. And oh, nice. Yeah, it's great. That's yeah, really nice. Um, now, for those of us that may not know, I mean, Carlton Place. I know it's changed. Is the mm. population? Grown, like, yeah. is that a big part of the so change? So I, um, I'll, I'll, I'll basically tell everyone how old I am. So I graduated high school <laughs> in 1999. Okay. And um, when I left, I think there were around 7,000 people. Um, so now we're, I think we're at 12. Wow. And um, I met with the town planner a little while ago just to learn about what's going on and in, in all the developments that's happening. And mm-hmm. um, she indicated that we're expecting a, a population double by 2030. So about 20,000 people. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Well, think, now think of that. In 41 years, if I've done my math right, that's massive growth. Holy not, cow. Yeah. So it, not 41 years. But no, no, no. Sorry. No, sorry. In 2030, right? Yes. By oh, yes, 2030 sorry. comes around. Oh, no. <laughs> like, no, I'm not, uh, not that old yet. But um, 
<laughs> yeah, but it's it's an interesting kind of kind of place because it's still got that small town feel with the downtown. There's a lot of old buildings and there's a river with a nice bridge and right. beaches, but there's also big box stores like Walmart and Lowe's or Home Depot and stuff like yeah. that. So you kind of have the best of both worlds where you have that small town feel, but the amenities of the city. So yeah, it's yeah. really, yeah. really cool spot. Yeah, okay. Now I just realized I got my math wrong, right? So <laughs> any listeners out there, don't send me an email. You're, you're, it's 31 years, I mean, whatever it is. Anyway, my point is in a short period of time, yeah. it's that's huge growth. Yeah. That's incredible. Is yeah. the infrastructure in place? That's obviously going to be a key yeah, thing so going forward, right? Uh, it seems like the, the politicians who are in, in place now have a really good ideas about the future and how to grow so that yeah. we don't become like we don't overdo it yeah. to begin with so right. they're doing road widening they're doing work on the main bridge in town next year and um so there's there's a lot going on that yeah. they're putting in place um to make sure that it doesn't turn into just sprawl Right, right. Yeah. That's smart. And and this, you know, talk about you. This is when you really need to have good city planning and infrastructure Absolutely. in place. Yeah. And I also think you have to have a good. Um, the town itself, or the or the people within the community, have to understand <clears throat> what's coming. Right. They do, and of yeah. course, there are some people who are yeah, against change. Course, but yeah. um, a lot of people, especially my age and in our thirties, who are yeah. who don't want to live in Ottawa, even though we might work there. Um, it's only. 35 minutes yeah. to downtown, you know, yeah. it's not, no. it's not far, no, no. Um, but you're not in the city. <clears throat> now, have you seen, um, it, it, from a, a schooling perspective, has there been a lot of uh, changes there as well? Unfortunately not. So no, I think the school say. boards seem to, um, they seem to be waiting for the people to be in place before okay. they start building, which yeah. could be a problem, but yeah. um, we have French schools, yeah. um, we have uh, public and Catholic schools, and even in the rural communities outside where where I I serve as well, there's there's still a lot of smaller schools around yeah. too. Uh, Ottawa's such an interesting city that way, isn't it? I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm born and raised in Ottawa, but yeah. in terms of you know, think of it. I can go. Sorry, how far? Twenty five minutes that we said outside. Well, thirty five minutes to downtown. Whatever. The point yeah, is, I don't minutes. have to drive three hours mm-hmm. to be in 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 a different in a different yeah. uh, environment. Yeah. Right. And completely different lots. I assume are probably bigger. Um, yeah. In some cases, if not all cases, a yeah. um, bit more breathing room, maybe. And affordability a, too. Affordability, <laughs> right? Maybe yeah. more of a small town uh, atmosphere, which I think yeah. there's a real shift back towards there is. now. Um, I think people, some people are fed up with the with the with the big. Not that Ottawa is a big city, but by Canadian standards, I, I guess it we would be, you know, yeah. we, we, we we would be considered a big city. Yeah. Um, so I want to go back a bit to you, you talked about how you you like the process the first time you kind yeah. of exposed to real estate. So if you don't mind, kind of take us through that a little bit. So you like the process. Then did you do some researching, some digging around? Yeah, a and little. Out that, hey, I could do this. Um, we we decided not to not to stay in Newfoundland long term. Um, we met in Halifax and then moved to Newfoundland to finish up our school. And then um, the plan was always to move back to to Ontario. We just didn't know when or when that would happen. Um, so we didn't end up buying anything in Newfoundland at the time. We should have. That was before the oil <laughs> oil boom. So we yeah. kind of got a really good deal. Yeah. Um, we lived actually we lived about twenty minutes south of St. John's in uh, in a small fishing village, okay. and there were houses on our street ocean front for oh. thirty forty thousand oh, no. dollars. <laughs> We should have just done it. <laughs> wow. Um, so, yeah, I, I, when I knew we were moving back to Ontario, I kind of looked into the, that process and started yeah. 
um, started that right away. So I, I took an admin job at a roofing company while I was taking Jeez. my courses and that's, yeah. that's been my only job wow. <laughs> ever. So. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, and yeah. now you work for somebody else and then, so in your business, Laura, how does it work? Does it basically when you have a book of business large enough that you feel you can go it on your own? Like, is there... Um, so everybody, every realtor is a sole proprietor in Ontario. Yes. We all basically run our own businesses. We pay companies. So I'm with Remax. So I pay Remax dues every month to use their name and their branding and all of their marketing as well. Okay. Um, so I'm sort of on my own, but I'm sort of under another company as well. Yeah. So I get the benefits of both and the, <laughs> the burdens of both yes, too. Of but, course, of course. Um, um, so it, the, the team sort of grew because I needed help with, yeah. <laughs> with the overflow. Um, so good problem to have for yeah, sure. It wasn't always like that. No. So, uh, so now you're, it's funny you, you talk about under the umbrella and the good and bad. I had a guest on here well, quite a while back and he owns a number of, uh, uh, I won't repeat the name, a number of local franchises. And mm-hmm. he said the same thing. He said, yeah. I love the fact that they, I've got some marketing support. I've got that. But there are times when I want to do things my way. And, and so, yeah. you know, for our listeners out there that may be considering this sort of option that yeah. it's, it, you know, it's it's mostly good for sure. But yeah. but you've got to be. I'm mostly autonomous. I just yeah. have to use the right colors and the right, right, right. the right <laughs> format. That's, yeah. that's pretty much it. I'm sure they'd be pretty freaky about they that. Are, yeah. all they are, yeah. As they should in be. That yeah. brand, as they should, yeah. for sure. Um, so did you always have entrepreneurial tendencies? I don't think so. Um, yeah. I always you wanted to be... with the lemonade stand? No, I always oh, okay. wanted to be a teacher. So yeah. I was, I w- I've been volunteering since the age of probably 12, doing, Jeez. doing, I've, and I always have, even when I went to university and um, I still today with the United Way in Lanark County and Smith Falls. So I yeah. sit on that board and um, heavily involved there. So um, I wasn't really ever planning to have my own business. And um, my husband was a teacher before he joined me. And um, I kind of saw him go through that process first. And I said, that is not for me. Yeah. <laughs> the, the teaching part is about this big yeah, and everything else is about course, this big. Course. So, right, right. Um, but I'm I'm kind of able to do teaching where I am now. So For I know sure. there are a lot of people who have seen my growth and, and have asked me questions and yeah. looked up to me a little bit to find out yeah, nice. how they can do it too. And I'm happy to share. Yeah. Um, for any listeners that may be considering a career in real estate, mm-hmm. um, one of the things I've always felt, you tell me if I'm right or wrong, sure. but it's a very uh, intimate, may not be the right, but it's a very personal thing you're it dealing is. with, right? You're dealing with someone's home, mm-hmm. um, both in terms of selling and buying. Is Are there certain per- personality traits that you would look for in, in someone that may be considering getting into this business? Certain things you'd say, hey, if you're this type of person, you may not want to. You know, the great just, thing is that yeah. the, there's somebody for everybody. Mm. And the way I run my business might not be the way you run yours. Okay. So if you're, you know, I, I'm more relational. So when I get a client, they become part of my little family of clients. Right. And we do client parties and oh, nice. they hear from me regularly. And I'll pop by your house with a little present every now and then. <laughs> just if That's I'm great. in the neighborhood, just to say hi. And um, I know when your kids' birthdays are. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah You know, yeah, we're yeah. Facebook friends. Right, and, right. And so I, that's how I run my business. And I've been I've been able to grow it that way. When, but there are people who are doing really well buying internet leads. Whereas yeah. that is like not something that appeals to me at gotcha. all. So um, the great thing is you can... You can be yourself and people will might prefer to work with you and your yeah, style yeah. over me or vice versa, depending on who they are. So. Yeah. But I think at the end of the day, though, there's got to be some commonality, right? Behind, like, they have different personality types, but 
I mean, I would assume first and foremost you'd have to really care about people to be in this. You would business, hope. Right? You would hope. Yeah. <laughs> if if money is the priority, you are in the wrong business. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but work work ethic is really important because right. um, that's a good one. You wake up every morning unemployed. Right. Right. Um, so if you are not willing to go to the office, make some calls. Yeah. Connect with people. Network. Network for sure, even with other businesses. Yeah. Um, then it's probably not for you. Mm. But, um, you know, there are some people who say, I just want to go to the office nine to five. Well, that's, then don't be an entrepreneur. No. <laughs> well, yeah, don't be, an, don't be an entrepreneur and definitely don't be in your in your right. industry, right? With right. open houses on weekends and mm -hmm. people calling you at nights and yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Okay. So good work ethic and, uh, uh, yeah. And, and hopefully and, be likable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's hope for that. Integrity, I hope, you know, yeah. that just in any business. You right. know, there, there's good and bad everywhere and, yeah. um you just got to be able to do what's right for you. Yeah, agreed. Was there any was there any lessons that you learned early on in your uh, <laughs> in your entrepreneurial journey that you wish somebody oh, would have said, "Hey, so many go for this." Can you? So can, is many. there any that you'd like to share with us? Well, our my first couple of years in business. So for those people who are listening who have started in real estate or started in any business, um, the first couple of years for me were horrible. Okay. Um, I was probably depressed, even though I didn't, mm. you know, go to a doctor mm -hmm. <laughs> about it. Um, but the phone doesn't ring. Yeah. So you you, you kind of get into it. You go to the, you take your classes and you're told how to fill out a form really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> um, but that doesn't tell you how to run a business. Right. So nobody told me how to run a business. It was never part of part of the training. Okay. And so if you, if you don't have a mentor, get one. Yeah. Um, the people who are successful in your industry, in any industry, probably are more than happy to share yeah. how they got there and the mistakes they made. So you don't make them yourself. Okay. Um, so for me having systems in place, I didn't have that at the beginning. So mm -hmm. I didn't have a plan for the day. I woke up and I wasn't really sure what I was going to do that day. Yeah. Um, how do you how do you get business? I don't know. I have no idea. So oh. it's it's a growth thing that you kind of have to figure it out on your own. But yeah. um, I, I have a business coach I have for a few years now, and yeah. that's tremendously helpful. That's changed my business um, huge. Yeah. Uh, so I would do that. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> is, is that because he or she is holding you accountable? Uh, it's accountability. It's mindset. Gotcha. Um, a, a lot of that. And it's um, someone to talk to. Yeah. Right? Someone not your spouse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or your best yeah, friend yeah, or right, your mom. Right. Yeah. Um, who who might have different interests. Of course. Um, so it's I, I think that third party perspective is really important. And honestly, you just have to take someone out for coffee and yeah. ask them questions. Yeah. And and someone would, would be more than willing to share. Yeah. Um, as as I am and I have done. Yeah. Um, because it's it's scary. It's really scary to start. It, it, it's funny. Regular listeners of the podcast, Laura, will know I'm always talking about seeking out a mentor. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I tell young entrepreneurs, especially young entrepreneurs, um, is don't be intimidated by that. Yeah. That we, you know, uh, older entrepreneurs or sorry, not it's not an age thing. No. Uh, more experienced entrepreneurs, I should say. You yeah. can be 30 and have 10 years of entrepreneurial experience. That's right. You're more than willing, in most cases, to help yeah. someone out as long as it's a legitimate two-way sure. street. And, uh, and, you know, I go and speak at Algonquin on a regular basis right. and I tell the graduating students, say, connect with me on LinkedIn. Like, you got to start making these connections mm -hmm. now. And I'll get some, but it amazes me I don't get them all. 
right. I've given them an open. I know what it is. And sure enough, I'll run into them a year later, two years. Oh, I was yeah. you know, too intimidated to talk to you at the time. And mm-hmm. don't be. And, and, and listen, we're not always going to be able to say yes. Yeah. We're, you know, we're, we're busy. But most of the time, if you show that you're genuinely interested in learning That's from right. us, we're, we're going to be around and happy to help. Yeah. Because we, we know what it was like when we are starting out. So yeah. good for you for recognizing that. Yeah. The only time I'm not happy to help is when I'm more invested in you than you are that, in that's you. That's what I'm saying. And, <laughs> and that has happened before too. And me too, right? So <laughs> it has sure. to be it has to be a two-way street. Yeah. Yeah, that if I'm doing yeah. all the work here, hang on a second, I'm giving up my time. Yeah. You've got to come prepared to our meetings. You've that's got right. to, you know, you can't just be, I'm not just going to introduce you to everybody that I know. That's, that's not right. what this is about either. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about an unpaid mentorship. Sure, Just yeah, someone exactly. who's helping somebody else yeah. out and... It's good. Um, uh, what, any other lessons, uh, key ones that I, I know um, there's hundreds I'm sure that we all go through? Don't be afraid to pick up the phone to mm. your sphere. Okay. Um, even if you don't have any clients, if you're brand new, yeah. you uh, you know, t- write down, get a quiet space in a quiet room with a pen and a paper and write down everybody you know. Not just your family, not just your close friends, but even your social media contacts. Yeah. People that you know, obviously not just people that are acquaintances um you know people from your your sports teams or your kids school or your church or whatever Mm -hmm. um you you know more people than you think you do yeah and don't be afraid to connect with them and it's not i i kind of approach it that i'm not asking for business i'm offering to help so if you need help with something real estate related i'm your girl right um even if it's not about the house or real estate at all. I have, I've built that connection of network with other businesses that if you need a roofer, you call me. Yeah. Um, I had someone call me because they needed a private investigator. Yeah. And I, I thought it was a joke at first, but, um, <laughs> but, 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 but they knew they trust you, right? to call me right, because right. I've got a guy for everything. Right. So now I have three private investigators if you ever need, <laughs> if you ever need one. Um, so, so yeah, don't be afraid to pick up the phone and, and right. talk to people and offer offer to help them. Now with your industry, first of all, as entrepreneurs, we're 24 seven anyway, but I would mm-hmm. argue in the real estate game, it's e- even uh, more amplified because you yep, really are be. open all the time. Is there anything you've learned from a time management perspective that, uh, like, have you got a pretty good handle on that? Of uh, how to getting there. That? It's okay. not perfect. Okay. Um, I don't think anybody really no. is, but, um, you know, you can set boundaries. People aren't going to be upset if you say, don't call me after 8 p.m. Right. Because you wouldn't call your lawyer or your doctor after 8 p.m. Yeah. Um, And time blocking, such a huge, a huge help. And if you think of the jar with the big rocks, the big rocks are your clients, right? Put those in first. Even if you don't have a client, this, there was a huge shift for me a few years ago where I was kind of at a plateau Mm. and my coach said, put, put some appointments in your calendar. And I said, I don't have, I don't have any clients for those appointments. And she said, put them in anyway. So I put them in and I don't know, I don't know what it is, but it just manifested. Yeah. 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 So make some client appointments and then what's next important lead generation, right? Get, get some leads. And that's not cold calling necessarily, or it might be, but making those connections, making those phone calls and face to face with people. It's not just all about texting and yeah, <laughs> and yeah. Facebook and Instagram. It's, no, no, it's no, agreed. real connection. Agreed. Um, and don't check your email all the time. You know, yeah. it's, it, it, you can see them coming in. If it's not urgent, don't yeah. respond right away. And, and, and to me, it's all about work-life integration. 
As an entrepreneur, I don't feel you're ever going to have work-life balance. If that's no. what you're looking for, I, I would I, I would say don't start a business. I would agree. <clears throat> but work-life integration is yeah. is really powerful. And yeah. If it's used property, that you're weaving the two components of your life together, and yeah. and you know, there's lots of benefits to that. I think anyway, but yeah. you got to be wired a certain way to to do that. Yeah. But is there any uh, any books or anything? Um, Maybe courses that you took that you that you say, wow, that was that was a really good investment. Um, I would I would recommend that to any courses, not so much, okay. but books for sure. Um, for any women out there, the Confidence Code okay. was a, a game changer for me. Um, really, just about how women are wired differently than mm-hmm. men and how we approach well everything, but business primarily. Okay, um, how we're more cautious to start something than yeah. than men are sometimes because if we don't fulfill all the qualifications. On the job application, we won't apply. Um, uh, seven habits of seven habits of yeah, yeah. effective people. Yeah. Um, well, when you said the big rocks, I assume that's where you got right. that from. Yeah, uh, the power of habit is yeah. another really good one. Yeah. Um, you know, you brush your teeth every morning. Yeah. You don't think about it, but you do. Yeah. So if you can if you can put those things in your in your day that they, that are the important things that lead yeah. generation and the other stuff, then it, you don't have to think about it all yeah. the time. Isn't it amazing how timeless the Seven Habits book is? I mean, because that was written, I don't know, but I'm going to say early 80s. Yeah. Yeah, like it's, and yet sharpening the saw, the big rocks. I mean, even with technology and everything else that's changed since Stephen Covey wrote that book, it's a lot of those principles still apply. And that's what I find with really, really good, they're timeless. Yeah. Whether it's the the E-Myth Revisited, I'm a big fan of that. Um, Um. you know, any of the books, even some of them that go back in the 50s and 60s, some of the uh, the Dale Carnegie, uh, How to Win Friends and Influence and influence yeah. People, a lot of that still applies. And that's yeah. when you know you've got some really rock-solid principles that they yeah. can survive decades. Yeah. And Mastery still, with George yeah. Leonard, yeah, another, another good, good one. one. Yeah. And that was written in the 60s, maybe? <clears throat> 70s? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know for sure. Um, yeah. You know, if you don't put 10,000 hours into something, then yeah. you haven't mastered it yet, yeah. right? So yeah, yeah. yeah all these principles still yeah. apply. Um, uh, believe it or not, we're almost, we're almost out of time. Awesome. I told you it's going to go by fast. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I know you're really, really involved in the community. Yeah. So I, I, if you don't mind, if you can just touch on uh, some sure. of the, work, the, the good work that you do in, in the um, county. So as I sort of mentioned, I'm I'm on the board with United Way, Lanark County, Smith Falls. Um, I shopped around. I did some board shopping before I chose yeah. one. Um, and the fact that all of the money raised in the area stays in the area. So it's 100% local. Mm. We're not paying somebody in Toronto to, you know, run yeah. anything. We, we can see real impact right in the community. Um, we do a lot of fundraising for the interval house which is the women and children's shelter Hmm. um we do food drive every year actually our office has a our broker has a big pickup truck and we have a trailer and we drive around a couple communities with christmas music blaring and get food every christmas um i sit on the parent council for my kids school and I sat on the daycare board before that and um even just attending events in in the area you know um when other people put on events and they take time and effort to to do something important for the community, yeah. even just even just attending yeah. and buying a hot dog at the barbecue is right, right. is impactful. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long have you been involved with the United Way? Um, I 
think 2015 is when I joined. Oh, wow. Yeah. One of the things I love about the United Way is they, and I know most non-for-profits do this, but they break down their expenditures, yeah. right? And you, and you got to look at, because there are some non-for-profits that, boy, they're spending a lot of money on, on administration yeah. and internal rates, so the money doesn't really, a lot of the money does not go back yeah. into the community. Um, and first of all, in some cases, it doesn't go within the community. Like you said, it gets spread across the yeah. country. So good for you. That, that that would make a lot of sense to 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 associate yourself with, with them and give it's it back. Hyper-local, you know? It's, it's hyper-local, yeah. And that's, yeah. and that's sort of trending now anyway. So, it is. Big time. Um, for people who recognize the brand of United Way, and we're helping smaller organizations that you may not have even heard of before yeah. that are making a big impact in your yeah. community yeah, and all over Canada. I, you know? Agreed, agreed. Um, before we let you go, is there any other uh, advice you'd want to uh, pass along? If so, what, what, so what, why don't we look at it from two perspectives? Sure. There's someone out there that may be struggling a little bit that is already yeah. an entrepreneur. Is there anything, words of encouragement? or Because we've all been through it, right? Um, is there anything you'd like to say to that person listening? I've heard that um, there are people who, when they think about quitting, they're just on the verge of success. Yeah, and if I you agree. stick it out for another month or six months or whatever it is, yeah. even next week, it could be tomorrow. Something is waiting for you. And, and um, Acres of Diamonds is another yeah. amazing book yeah, where is, yeah. everything you need is right under your feet. You don't yeah. have to spend a ton of money on marketing. You don't have to spend money yeah. on buying business from something else it, it a lot of what you need is right there yeah. great advice so on that note where can our listeners find out more about you sure. and, and all the good work that you do sure um, our website is laurakeller.ca and um, you can call me email me find me on facebook um, linkedin i'm always happy to answer any questions about either the real estate industry if anybody's thinking about getting into it or um, entrepreneurship in, in general um I didn't. I don't have a business degree, but I've I've kind of lived. Yeah. Went to the school of hard knocks yeah. that way, and, and uh, have some Beats a business degree. Have some day. lessons yeah, to yeah. share that way too. So I'm always happy to help. That's great. Thanks for your time, Laura. Really appreciate coming. Thank you. Show. Thanks.